Welcome to Hope is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and we have been sharing wisdom from John Maxwell this week. And uh, as I've shared Monday and Tuesday, just a guy that's been a mentor to me from a distance, has wrote many, many wonderful books. Um, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Uh, the, developing the leader within you, developing leaders around you. Uh, wrote a book called Thinking for a Change. <laughs> I really liked that one. Uh, wrote a book called People Matter. And the thing I love is that John's a former pastor, and all of his books and teachings, um, they are biblically based and things that you can use as a follower of Jesus, but also great sound principles that you can apply if you're in the workplace or in relationships, friendships, uh, volunteer organizations. And so we shared the past two days looking at a topic of how do you develop and grow each day? How do you improve every day? But I just want to share some quotes of his over the years that have really blessed me and hope this will encourage you. I know it's something a little different, but one of the things that I want to do with Hope is Here is always grow and just have you excited to see what maybe God might want to say, and uh, whether it's a guest that we have or maybe something that God lays on my heart. But uh, share some of these quotes. I think they'll speak to you today. I know they've spoken to me over the time, but see if you can connect with some of these or learn and maybe grow some today. John Maxwell says there are two kinds of pride, both good and bad. Good pride represents our dignity and self-respect. Bad pride is the deadly sin of superiority that reeks of conceit and arrogance. And friends, I think we all struggle with pride in some form or fashion, maybe not as much as, you know, people that we think of, but I think about pride, you know, the middle letter is what? The letter I. And we all, I think, like to run things that happen in our life through the lens, through the filter of how does that affect me? You know, you know, saying W-I-I-F, what's in it for me? And, you know, friends, I think we have to be careful with that. Uh, Remember what Jesus did, the, the Lord's Supper, that he washed the disciples' feet. And, you know, one thing that's so amazing about that is, he washed their feet, but then he didn't have an expectation that then, okay, since I washed your feet, you're going to wash my feet. And friends, I've been guilty of that before. I'm embarrassed to tell you that, but I've done things, but maybe I've done them with an expectation. And maybe that wasn't consciously, but subconsciously. And, you know, I had a good friend of mine that kind of called me out on it one time. It's been several years ago. <laughs> my good friend, Greg Williams, I want to give him credit and he'll know the story. Uh, and yet, you know, sometimes we do things for people. We have an expectation in return, and it could be just acknowledgement, and it is good to acknowledge those things, but sometimes it doesn't happen in the timing that we uh, want that, uh, you know, thank you from. And yet, I just want to encourage you today to say, Lord, is there any area in my life that maybe I have pride in? And I think we all have at least one area of friends, and uh, you know, John chapter 3, verse 30, such a simple but powerful verse, says, Jesus must increase and I must decrease. Okay? And friends, we have to be intentional about that. I must decrease and Jesus must increase because our self-will is desire that we will run it through the filter of what's in it for me. And yet, the Bible tells us that Jesus must increase and we must decrease. And we are here for God's glory, not our own glory. 
And, you know, Jesus so many times, you know, turned the other cheek. And don't get me wrong, he spoke truth and love when it needed to be had. But uh, just think about when he was arrested before he went to the cross and they spit upon him and they punched him and, you know, asked him to prophesy who hit him. And, you know, why, why don't you call down angels if you're really the son of God? And friends, he could have, but he did and when he was falsely accused of things, they just said Jesus said nothing. Pilate even tried to get him to say, you know, speak for yourself, defend yourself. And it said, the Bible tells us that Jesus said nothing. So I want to encourage you today as followers of Jesus, we don't like to think we have pride, but I think we all have one area that if we're honest and if we ask the Holy Spirit, ask Jesus, uh, that maybe we do have some uh, pride in. And we want to die to self. Another quote, we've shared this earlier the first two days, but I just feel like I need to share it one more time, especially if you missed Monday or Tuesday's program. The secret of your success is determined by your daily agenda. And friends, I've found that I've got to write those things down, uh, put them in my phone with reminders, write them on post-it notes, um, you know, and cross them off as I get them done. Uh, friends, uh, we've got to be intentional about it and have a plan and, We've got to, you know, make sure that we get those things done. And then uh, coach with the guy at Western Kentucky University back in the 90s, and one of the things he did old school, uh, this is back for computers who are easily accessible, and he had a yellow legal pad, and he would write down like about 10, 15 things that we had to do, he did as one of the assistant coaches. And then as he got them done, he would cross them off, and then whatever he didn't get done the next day, he would transfer them. And by handwriting it, you know, research shows that that's a way that we remember things better when we write them out, something about the way our brain and our hands are connected. And uh, it was very successful. You wound up becoming head coaches, head coach at uh, Kent State University, Ohio University, TCU, and Boston College. So it was a simple method, but it really, truly, truly worked. Another quote that uh, love by John Maxwell is the greatest day in your life and mine is when we take responsibility for our attitudes. That's the day we truly grow up. <laughs> Ouch. I want to say that one more time. The greatest day in your life and mine is when we take responsibility for our attitudes. That's the day we truly grow up. Your friends, the Bible says we should have the same attitude of Jesus Christ. And you know, talks about that he was a slave and that he put himself second. And, you know, he gave everything expecting nothing in return. And we talked a little bit about expectations earlier. And, you know, in any situation, I have to realize that there's a little nugget of truth in it for me, whether it may be only 10%, but uh, when I'm accused of something and, um, yeah, one of the things I've been reading lately is about a couple of people I really respect spiritually talking about, you know, not having to defend yourself. Don't try to defend yourself when you are falsely accused of something. I mean, you know, you may be forced to in a situation if it could cause harm, but sometimes we get guilty trying to defend ourselves all the time. And so I want to encourage you today that, you know what, you can't always defend yourself. Just do the best you can. Forgive and forget. Another quote I love by Dr. John C. Maxwell, most people want to avoid pain, and discipline is usually painful. <laughs> Woo! We've all been there, right? Here's one that uh, I've had to really 
try to focus on I'm still struggling because I'm a people pleaser. I'm a recovering people pleaser. think I'm doing better, but my fellow people pleasers, I think, will relate to this. Learn to say no to the good so you can say yes to the best. Learn to say no to the good so you can say yes to the best. Friends, you know, we get opportunities to do things sometimes, and we just nonchalantly say yes, and, you know, sometimes that's okay. But other times, sometimes we can overcommit, and I'm having to learn to say that, you know, sometimes I've said, can you give me 24 hours because I do need to truly double-check my schedule because I've been guilty sometimes of saying yes, thinking I don't think I've got anything, but I didn't double-check both my calendars, the one I have on my computer, and ones I have a big calendar handwritten in my office that uh, that way I've got two backups and I've been guilty of double booking things. I was going to take a vacation one year and I didn't check and it winds up I had a wedding that weekend that I was going to be gone. So I had to cancel the vacation. Thankfully, um, caught it within a 24-hour period so I didn't lose a deposit fee or anything. You had 24 hours. But I think one of the things sometimes that we need to be careful and just say, you know, that sounds like a great opportunity, but can I check my schedule and then also pray about it and get back with you? And I've been doing a better job at that and still need to grow and improve in that area, but I really think that it might help somebody today. Another great quote I love from John Maxwell, former pastor and just a wonderful uh, man of God, but does an amazing job with leadership development both for individuals and for organizations he says live to learn and you will really learn to live live to learn and you will really learn to live uh friends i love that you know i want to learn i want to grow and we have such access to so much information whether it's my knowledge of the bible i love learning from other people and teaching and reading god's word and uh, commentaries and you know learning from people that are more older and wiser in my in the faith and it's just one of those things friends if we will really do that be intentional about that we can learn more and then we'll really learn how to live and it's such a great thing when we can do that john maxwell says to add value to others one must first value others wow to add value to others one must first value others Friends, sometimes I think we we take that for granted, and we have to just kind of look and see ourselves. Do we value others? One of the quotes from the John Maxwell book, Failing Forward, that I was fortunate to be in uh, several years ago, he had this quote in that book, says, The difference between average people and achieving people is their perception of and response to failure. Uh, it's one of my favorites. The difference between average people and achieving people is their perception of and response to failure. You know, friends, I've shared Philippians 3.13 on this program a lot over the past six years. I feel like I need to share it again today. It says, I am forgetting what is behind me and just focusing on this one thing, what lies ahead. And friends, that is so important. And as the old saying goes, throw the rearview mirror away. And I've confessed on here before, and I'm going to do it again today because I think somebody listening or watching uh, on our YouTube channel needs to hear this, okay? That, you know, we, need, uh, number one thing I've learned in my 20 years of ministry is that we're harder on ourselves than God is. 
And when we made mistakes, we need to take 24 hours. We need to grieve the loss, um, you know, process. Maybe it's anger too, but we can't keep living there. We've got to move forward. And the Bible says in the book of Psalms, after we ask God for forgiveness, as far as the east is from the west, he doesn't remember it anymore. Okay? But we're the ones that keep hitting the rewind button. And so if you've had a failure in your life, whether it's a failed marriage, a failed job situation, you failed in a relationship, whatever it is, learn from it. Ask God for forgiveness if it's some area where you have sinned and you need to ask for forgiveness and repent, but then let it go. As the saying goes, let go and let God. Let go and let God. Here's a uh, simple but powerful quote. A minute of thought is greater than an hour of talk. <laughs> a minute of thought is greater than an hour of talk. I want to ask you, are you taking some time just to be still and know that he's God, which Psalm 46.10 asks us to do? Oh, friends, I'm so looking forward to the spring and just when things bloom and the colors and uh, sunrises and sunsets. And I didn't do that in my 20s, 30s, but, man, in my 40s, especially now in my 50s, I've really been doing that and just being in thought and appreciation and gratitude, having an attitude of gratitude and thanking God for just such beauty that we have here in central Kentucky. We're so blessed, and I pray that you don't take it for granted that I don't as we get ready to approach the spring here. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time, but if you've been blessed by this program, I hope you'll share it with somebody else. Uh, if you're driving down the road and you missed it, uh, you can go to our website, catch the podcast of this program. Just go to our website, hopeishere.today.org. That's hopeishere.today.org. My name's Greg Horn. We'll see you tomorrow on Hope. Is here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. Did you know that Hope Is Here is also available on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter? You can find all of these at Hope Is Here Lex. Also, check out the daily one-minute Cup of Hope, available on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. That helps you Keep your cup hopeful. To find out more information, go to our website, www.hopeisheretoday.org. That's www.hopeisheretoday.org.